Praise the Lord, everybody. Yes, this is your sister. Yes, Evangelist Shamika Harris, hailing out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Hallelujah. This is the day that the Lord has made, and I decided to rejoice and be glad in it. I pray that all is well with you and your family. Know that I am praying for you. Hallelujah. Know that God is still in the midst of doing the impossible. Hallelujah. We just have to supply our faith. Let us continue on praying for all those who are sick and afflicted that's amongst us. Let's pray for those who are going through trials and tribulations. Let's pray that the Lord bring them out as only he can. Let's continue on praying for our uh, frontline workers, our caretakers and doctors and nurses and different ones. Let's pray for those who haven't submitted their will to God. Will Let's pray that the Lord save and deliver. If it ever been a time to bar bar heaven doors, it is now. I tell you, it's so much of violence and destruction on the land, but I came with great news. Hallelujah. We serve a God who can do all things but fail. Hallelujah. So listen, if you want to continue on here in this ministry and this broadcast, I would like for you to partner with me to keep this gospel out that all mankind can hear God's word near and far. You can always sow seed into dollar sign Mika Dessert Candles, M-E-K-A Dessert Candles. Um, you also can uh, look me up on PayPal, Shamika Harris. Also, if you need any prayer or consultation, you can call at area code 262-899-1886. Please uh, garner yourself accordingly to these announcements. Let us go into a moment of prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. We praise you. Father, we give you honor. We give you glory, God. We thank you for being such a great God. We thank you for being such a great comforter. Hallelujah. We thank you for being a miracle worker. Hallelujah. God, before we ask you for anything, God, we just want to say thank you. We thank you for the little as well as the biggest, God. We thank you for the things that we take now for granted, the activities of our limbs, Lord, and food, clothes, and shelter. Lord, we thank you that we didn't get any emergency calls even on last night that anyone was hurt or harmed or danger. Lord, we thank you for your goodness, Father. Father, even now we corporately repent, God, and ask you to forgive us, God, for anything that we said and did that wasn't accordingly to your name. Lord, we ask you to even forgive our thoughts, God. Father, we ask you to purify our minds and heart. Cleanse us, Lord, as only you can. Lord, Father, touch those who are going through trials. Touch those who are going through sickness. God, we know you to be our healer, our provider. Those who are going through in their minds, God. Those who don't know which way to turn. God, somebody is depressed even on today. Dealing with anxiety attacks, Lord. Dealing with suicidal thoughts. Lord, we curse that spirit at the very root, knowing that you did not give us the spirit of fear or doubt or depression, but Father, you gave us authority to speak your word. You gave us authority, Father, to come against anything that's not like you. We plead the blood even now over minds, bodies, and soul nationwide, God. Father, we're asking you to touch our frontline workers. Cover them in the name of Jesus. Lord, we plead the blood even now over those in hospital and nursing homes. Lord, those who the doctor gave up on them in 
and said they can do nothing else. God, you specialize in the impossible. Lord, somebody need a miracle even on today. And God, we know you can do it. Hallelujah. God, you did it before and you're the same God who did it back then. You shall do it again. So God, we stand on your word. We trust you. We decree and declare your word is so. Father, your word has been proven. You never lost a case. You never lost a patient, God. Father, we thank you for doing the impossible, God. Father, we thank you that we are more than conquerors, even in you. Lord, no life, death, principalities, nothing in high places can separate us from your love, God. And we thank you. Father, we thank you that we can cry out, Abba, Father, and you hear our prayers. Lord, as I go in to speak your word, Lord, allow flesh to be silent. Lord, you be glorified. The devil be terrified. You get the honor. You get the glory. Speak and have your divine way. And we'll thank you in advance. We will praise you for you are good. And we speak it in that mighty, matchless name of Jesus. I am so excited because the best is still yet to come. My brother, my sister, be encouraged. I don't know what you're going through on today, but I came with good news. Jesus is on hand. Hallelujah to heal you, to make you whole. Hallelujah. He can do all things just furnish the faith. That's all you need. Hallelujah. I'm excited because we have another day to give God praise. We have another day to say, Lord, I thank you. We got another day to live for him. Hallelujah. We got another day to say, Lord, if it wasn't for your goodness, where would I be? Hallelujah. Well, listen on today. I'm excited because I want to talk about a topic that is vital, vital, important. Hallelujah. And what I want to talk about on today is forgiveness. Hallelujah. Forgiving. So many people do not know forgiveness is for you. Hallelujah. It's for you to take your power back. Is for you to stand in liberty. Listen in Galatians chapter five, it says, stand therefore in the liberty through Jesus Christ who made you free. Do not get tangled in the yoke of bondage. Listen, God made you free. And who the son set free is free indeed. Listen, forgiveness is a gift from Jesus. Listen, you have to forgive. You have to let it go and let God handle it. Let it go and let God. Listen, forgiveness is a powerful thing. A lot of people don't know you're taking your power back. And I know that some people has probably been through some rough things in life, has been through some traumatic things in life, who's probably going through PTSD even as I speak. A lot of people are going through a lot of things because of the pandemic. And so many things have taken place over the years. Hallelujah. But you know what? God wants us to come to the full statue of the man with forgiveness. And listen, it starts with forgiving. Do you know forgiveness comes with a lot of cousins? Bitterness, rejection. Uh huh. It comes with hatred. All of these things will attach itself to forgiveness and it will, will try to live in your mortal body. And listen, you need to know that you're not saying I forgive like the person who who harmed you or the person who offended you or the person who assaulted you. You're not saying I forgive you 
by saying, okay, I forgive you, and you're saying what they did wasn't wrong. No, what you're saying is, I decided to live. I decided to let that offense go and trust God that he's going to heal me. Now, I know a lot of people say, I will forgive, but I won't forget. But the Bible said we have to put them right back in their rightful place. Listen, we're going to start in Matthew chapter 5, verse 23. And it said, before you come to the altar with your gift, go and reconcile with your brother. Leave your gift at the altar. And go and reconcile with your brother. When you have an ought in your heart and someone did something to you and it hurt, it's a process. Some things you can get over quickly and some things take a process. I get it. But even the traumatic moments in our lives, God is calling us to forgive. Because, you know, when Jesus was on the cross and they were spitting on him, they was pulling his beard. They gave him vinegar to drink. What did he say? Lord, forgive them, for they know not what they do. People don't know what they're doing when they harm you. People don't know when they assault you and say evil matter of things. They just don't know the danger in that. Because when you are a child of God and when you assault someone, when you take advantage of someone, believe me, Whatever a man sow, so he shall reap. But you got to let that offense go. You got to say, Lord, you know what What happened to me? Some people probably been molested in their life. Some people probably have been um, loved ones who had died, you know, on the streets of your cities, in your community. You probably lost a loved one. Some people are angry at God because they, God, you feel like God took your loved one. Your grandmother passed away and she was sick. Your mom might have passed away. And you said, if there is a God, why would he take my mom? Why would he take my dad? And so some people is angry at God. Hallelujah. Some people are angry and haven't forgave, guess what? Their selves. And God is saying, you don't have to live with that offense. You don't have to live with that burden. I sent my son to set you free from everything that's not of him. You don't have to live that way. You don't have to hold that 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 assault in your heart. Somebody might have did something to you 20 years ago and they're dead and gone and you're still holding on to it. Do you know there's freedom in letting offenses go? Do you know there's peace in saying, you know what, I forgive you because I'm taking my power back. You already hurted me in 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 the worst way, but I'm taking my power back because I forgive you. Hallelujah. And so many of us don't understand why we can't go forward in life. It seems like we we take 10 steps and we find ourselves back and we take 15 more. And then we seem like we right back at the first stage. That's because we still have some things in our heart. We still haven't submitted and said, Lord, I have not forgave this person. You have to give that unto the Lord and say, Lord, I need you to help me with this. And I'm reminded of a story here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, that a gentleman, his his uh, uh, officer had went in 
and shot his brother. She thought she was walking into her apartment, but she walked into the gentleman's apartment and his brother was sitting there eating a bowl of ice cream and she shot him and killed him. And as the, 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 the news was going on, the brother was testifying and he said, judge, can I hug her? And, and, and the judge looked at really strange because she never seemed forgiveness at the raw. As he was hurting in pain and tears that his brother died, he said, judge, can I hug her? I forgive her. And do you know what? We might not be at that point, but we have to get there. He was able to forgive him. He was able to forgive that officer who took his brother's life as he was raw, hurting, and pain and anguish. He was able to say, Lord, I forgive her. And he was able to hug her. And as tears was flowing down her eyes, do you know he gave her a gift? Because not only he released his pain, but he was able to help her to release her pain. And that's what I'm telling you on today, my brother and my sister. You got to let that assault go. You got to let that burden go. It said before you come to the altar with your gift, lay that gift there. Go to your brother and your sister and say, you know what? What you did to me, it hurt it, but I forgive you. I choose to live because all it does is, is it consumes you. It's an eating canker worm and it eats at you and it consumes you. And you're free. God delivered you from drugs and alcohol. God delivered you from homosexual lifestyle. God done delivered a lot of people from a lot of things. But it's still one that God is saying, you need to forgive. Forgive your mother for what she did. Forgive your father for what it did. Yes, it was wrong. Yes, it hurt it. But freedom I have gave to you when I gave my only begotten son for you. Listen, we're going to go over to Matthew chapter 6, and we're going to start at verse 14. It said, listen, this was right after Jesus had taught his disciples on how to pray. This was right after that. And he said, listen, those who want forgiveness, you got to forgive. It said, if you don't forgive, your heavenly father will not forgive you. Listen, I'm telling you, forgiveness is personally, it's for you. You're receiving freedom. We want forgiveness. We want people to understand our situation. We want people to forgive us. He said, listen, you have to forgive. You have to let it go. And it might hurt. That's not going to take the pain away. But if you say, God, I cannot do this because guess what? I'm here to tell you, you can't forgive in your own power. That takes the power of the Holy Ghost. That takes strength from on high. He said, even in your weakest hours, thou I are strong. He said, I am your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And you might be going through a situation on today and you might be saying, but you don't know what I'm going through. You're absolutely right. You might even say, I don't, you don't even know what they did to me. I don't, but I'm here to tell you that God is on hand to take that burden. He wants you to let it go, release it and say, I feel like I need to let this go. I forgive you. I forgive me. 
because God does not put condemnation on us. That's the devil. The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But the Bible said, listen, Jesus came that you might have life and life more abundant. He want to give you Zoe life. Hallelujah. You truly cannot come to that full, complete, mature saint of God until you forgive. Listen, we're going to go over to Ephesians uh, chapter 4. And we're going to start at verse 13. The Bible said that we should all come in the unity of faith and the knowledge of the Son of God. And listen, come to that full statue, perfect man and grow up in Christ Jesus. Do you know that perfect man that that we have to perfect forgiveness? We have to grow up in the standard. We have to grow up into that statue man of forgiveness. It's still some growth that you need to grow up in. And he said that we will all come to the perfection, the statue of the man through Christ Jesus. He want us to know his son. He want us to know that he sent his son for us. We all come in the unity and the knowledge. Some people still don't have the knowledge of Jesus, the son of God. He said, we all got to come to that knowledge and we all have to come to that perfect statue of man through Jesus Christ. And guess what? Forgiveness is in it. And hard as it sound to say, you got to let it go. You got to let it go, my sister. You got to let it go. I have been through some traumatic things in my life. And, you know, we can say, I forgive you. Anybody can say that. But do you know God would test that thing? He would try the heart. The Bible said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Only God know the intent of the man. And I remember one time something happened so traumatic to me. And I kept saying, I forgive, I forgive. But I didn't know that I really did forgive until someone called me on the telephone and told me that this this individual had passed away. And I said, you know, oh, I, you know, if they need someone to sing at the service or if they need, you know, something, I, I'm definitely here. And when I hung up the phone, the Lord reminded me of what that person did to me. And he said, now I know you truly forgave. And I sat there with tears in my eyes saying, wow, I can't believe that I was willing and I I was willing to go to this funeral and take part in this. And this person did something traumatic to me. Why? Because I was able to forgive and I was able to give it to God and say, God, you know what? Yes, it hurt it. Yes, it was wrong. But God, your son was spitted on, whipped, beat, persecuted. And he went through all of that for me. When guess what? I wasn't even thinking about him. I wasn't even accepting him as my personal Lord Savior. I was still in my mess, but he died for the ungodly. And in the midst of his pain, in the midst of his crucifixion, he said, Lord, I forgive them for they know not what they do. And guess what, beloved? That's where we got to get to. We got to get to the point where we like our Savior. 
I forgive them. And we still got to treat them the same. We still got to love them the same. And we still got to put them in their rightful place like they never, never did anything to us. And I know what I'm saying right now. Some of you is probably saying, I don't understand what you're saying because I can never forgive that person. And you will never be free. You will never be free. You will always go through life with a burden. And you don't even got to carry it. The Bible said, he, Jesus said, all those who's heavy laden, come unto me. He said, I will give you rest. My yoke is easy. Hallelujah. God is saying, let it go on today, beloved. His yoke is easy. He can carry that burden. You have been trying to carry that burden so many years. And God's saying, you cannot do it no more. You're wondering why you can't flourish in life. You're wondering why you can't make it in life. You wonder why you're doing good on this part and you're doing good on that part. But it just seems like you cannot make it through. It's because you truly haven't forgave. And that's only something you can do through God. You can't do it in your own power. It won't work. You need God to help you with that burden. But when you surrender, you have to surrender all and you have to release it and say, God, I let it go. And I trust you that you're going to take care of me. I trust you that you're going to wrap me up in your arms and you're going to take all of the pain away and you're going to heal me in time. You're going to make me whole because you said come to you and God is not a man that he should not lie. Neither the son of man that he shall repent. If God settles it, if God says it, it settles it. He said he would never leave you, not forsake you. In the book of Psalms 27, the Bible said, even when mother and father forsake you, he said, I will take you in. He said that you are the apple of his eye. He said it hurts him to see you with that burden, with that unforgiveness in your heart. Think about Joseph. Joseph, think about him. The story starts in Genesis chapter 37. And for the sake of time that I don't have time to go through the whole story, but look at what Joseph went through. His brothers sold him into slavery. His brothers hated him because of the calling that he had on his life. His brothers hated him because Joseph was a young man and he had a dream that he seen his mother and father and his siblings bowing down to him. He didn't understand the dream, but ever since then, they hated him. Jacob loved him because he was his, what, youngest son. And he gave him a coat of many colors. And, and, and the story goes on that out of all of that, Jacob got sold. And, I mean, not Jacob, Joseph had got sold. And he went from, from, from as they say, uh, of the palace to the prison. And he went through a whole lot. And at the end of the story, his brothers had to come back. And Joseph said, listen, what you meant for evil, God turned it around for my good. He was able to bitter and weep before his brothers and let them know, but I forgave you. All of this was in the purpose of God. And I know you said, what is the purpose of me getting assaulted? And what is the purpose of people hurting me and taking me through this? It's a purpose for all of it. But if you don't let it go, you would never understand the purpose for it. And that's what I'm telling you, beloved. You got to let it go. Because God want to give you freedom. You truly haven't really 
uh, uh, understand freedom until you be able to release that burden, that unforgiveness. And some of us having got to that statue of man that I was talking about in Ephesians, but do you know we have to get there? If we're talking about going to a perfect heaven, if we're talking about going to a place where no more crying, no more dying, no more pain, no more sorrows, do you know we have to let go of some things on this side to get to the other side? That means you're going to go through some painful situations. That means you're going to go through some traumatic moments. But you got to know that God is on your side and he's going to work it all together for your good. Hallelujah. You got to know that he loves you with the everlasting love. You have to surrender that burden and say, Lord, I repent. I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to teach me and show me how to forgive for real, for real, and not just say I forgive, but really inside it has taken a hold on me. I, I got I got the bitterness in me. I got rejection in me. Lord, I cannot do this on my own, but God, I know your word said that I can do all things through Christ Jesus that strengthens you. And he's on hand to give you what you need. All you have to do is cry out and be sincere and repent All you have to do is say, Lord, I'm ready to let this go. Teach me and show me. He's not going to tell you to do it on your own. But guess what? The comforter. He said it's a comforter that will come back in my name. And it will comfort you. It will give you peace that pass all understanding. That type of peace that people cannot understand. How do you got peace in what you're going through? How do you got strength in a weary situation? Because I'm not leaning on my own accord, but I'm leaning on the strength and the peace of God. Hallelujah. And that's why the young man was able to look at that lady in the courtroom and say, I forgive you. Because he wasn't leaning on his strength, but he was leaning on his God's strength. And guess what? He was able to let it go. And he showed the world what true forgiveness is really about. Because we can say, I forgive you after 70, 50 years, some of us. But can you say, I forgive you when you're hurting and when you're going through that situation? We have to be like our Savior. We got to be like Jesus when he was on that cross. We always say, yeah, what would Jesus do? I tell you, Jesus would do some things where we say, I ain't ready for that. We have to get to that full statue. We have to grow up in God. And growing up in God is saying, I let it go. I release it and I give it unto you, God. And I trust you that you can do all things for fail. I cannot do it in my own power. But God, I believe that you can do it. And he can do it right there in your living room. He can do it right there in your car. He can do it right there on your porch. Wherever you are right now, you can just pour out to him right now. And he will take that burden and you will feel a relief like never before. And I'm talking about something that I lived through. I'm talking about some traumatic moments where I had that I did never think that I can let go. But one day that burden got so heavy where I couldn't hold it anymore. And I found myself on the floor crying, saying, God, I surrender. Some of you just need to surrender. 
Some of you just need to submit to God's will. Some of you just need to say, God is me. You got to say, I'm not the victim, but I am victorious because I'm a survivor. I made it through. Do you know how many people went through what you went through and didn't make it? But you still here. Beloved, let go, let God, and watch him change things. God bless you in Jesus' name. God has spoken, so let the church <laughs> say amen. Let the church let them say amen. If you believe the word, let the whole church say amen. God has spoken. So let the church say amen. Lift your hands, lift your hands. God has spoken. So let the church say amen. No. Thank you, Lord. God has spoken. So let the church. Say it.